0: Greetings friends, this is TJ Murphy and welcome to another episode of Adventurous Entrepreneurs. My guest today is Johnny Hammond. Johnny is the founder of Reverb Films, a prominent video production company based in beautiful Bend, Oregon. With an unwavering dedication to providing powerful and effective video marketing solutions, Reverb's expertise lies in crafting branded video content that carries purpose and meaning. By understanding the unique needs of businesses and brands, they have mastered the art of creating stories that leave a lasting impact on audiences and drive success for their clients. In just a few short years, Johnny has transformed Reverb Films into one of the largest video production companies in Central Oregon and has grown a team that is constantly pushing boundaries and seeking new ways to revolutionize the industry. Just a few of the golden takeaways Johnny shares in this episode are the value of creating your own content how to choose the right video production company, and tips for how to utilize effective video marketing. So without further ado, this is me and Johnny Hammond. Welcome to the Adventurous Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Murphy. Since quitting my corporate nine to five and starting a business while backpacking through Asia back in early 2017, I've had the privilege of learning from some incredibly adventurous entrepreneurs. Through these conversations and my own journey, I've learned that much like in life, entrepreneurship is an adventure. On this podcast, I explore the journeys of top performing leaders in their fields. These wide ranging conversations include tactical business advice, how I built this insights, lessons in leadership, life hacks, travel stories, favorite hobbies, and insights into living a purposeful and joy filled life. Adventures await us. So let's dive in. Hey, hey, Johnny, welcome to Adventurous Entrepreneurs, man
1: thank you great to be here I'm excited to get into it
0: yeah me too thank you for taking the time on a Friday of what I'm sure was a busy week been looking forward to this and I'd love to start with just a bit of background on the journey you know you've, mm-hmm. you've had a cool story and, and you're doing some awesome stuff here in Central Oregon so can you tell us a little bit about your story leading up to you becoming the adventurous entrepreneur you are today
1: sure um so yeah obviously my background is in video production um i kind of discovered that passion very early on i think it was like 10 years old um and kind of the first time i picked up a camera my friend had like a a a tape camera of some kind and um you know I, i felt the passion then at the time i didn't know what it was but ever since then i've kind of been pursuing video production and some way or another whether it's a class project or um doing paid work or film festivals or whatever Um, so kept that going knew that I wanted to pursue that as a career and um, went to college for something related, so I did advertising, Um, I kind of figured that the best. um, experience was going to be learned outside of the classroom so I wanted to kind of diversify a little bit in terms of what um i was you know going to school for um but all the while you know doing freelance work everything else once i graduated um i worked for a tech company for a little bit doing video production for them and i pretty quickly realized that even though it was a great gig um i really valued uh not working for someone else <laughs> and you and me both and, man <laughs> yeah and and, and really being my own boss um so yeah pretty quickly i i kind of realized i wanted to do my own thing um i i semi grew up in bend and that's where my uh my parents lived and you know had some friends here so kind of decided that bend was going to be the spot to come back to um just because i knew it and it was a great place to live so moved back here and spent a little bit of time um kind of building the brand building the website social media for uh what's now reverb films and um been a journey ever since then so it's been about four and a half years now um started right at the beginning of 2019 um so obviously you know dealt with covid and everything else but um yeah here we are still still kicking
0: kicking, okay, man not just kicking you've, you've seen some pretty amazing growth in in a short period of time and i think one of the hardest things pretty much every new business faces every business owner faces is attracting finding and ultimately landing their first clients. I'm mm-hmm. curious like what what was your experience like in the beginning and what ultimately worked that that got you those yeah. first first few big sales?
1: yeah so being a creative um naturally i wanted to avoid anything business related especially in college i had a lot of friends in business school and i just wanted nothing to do with what what they were doing um and you know starting a company obviously you have to learn the business side Um, so i was kind of quickly forced into learning the business sales marketing side of it Uh, but it took a while you know when i started When I first started Reverb and I had the website built and the social media and all of the cool work, I thought naively that that was going to be enough to bring clients and attract clients. Turn it Um, on. Here they come. (laughs) Yep. Like open the floodgates, but uh, quickly realized that um that wasn't the case you know nothing was coming in no emails um no no contact and so um i kind of realized like all right i need to try other things now and so that's when i started to dive a little bit deeper into the strategy side and the business side and sales and everything else um you know in the beginning it was a lot of cold outreach and networking and just kind of trying to build the foundations of relationships um i think an important thing to understand especially when you're dealing with uh b2b like us is that It is a lot of long term relationship development, Um, not very much, uh, you know, it's hard for something to happen quickly. Um, It's hard for a business to make a a large financial decision and commitment to us. And so, um, you know, that first year just really spent a lot of time nurturing those relationships and trying to provide value in different ways that I could. But those those first few were really just um, a lot of cold outreach and um, finally some people. Uh, took notice and um and kind of saw the vision of of what what i wanted to do with reverb and and came on board and um so kind of you know that that's how it really started with our clients
0: yeah man i was literally just having a conversation with someone the other day in the b2b space who's relatively new in her role um i think only two months or so but she is just an expert networker like she does everything right and she asked me like like what advice do you have like i'm doing all of this networking but like i haven't haven't been getting any referrals and I'm like well how long have you really been doing this i like well it's just just about to be like 2 months i was like okay just wait like it's i know it sucks that you're not seeing it come back in yet but time is the biggest factor here people just need to see you showing up in this authentic engaged impactful way enough times to where you're everywhere and you're the go-to person that they think of when that potential referral comes around so
1: yeah yeah and trust too. trust is trust is super important with with b2b and you know when you're working with different high level directors or c-suite or whatever um so much of it is just based on relationships and and who you know, who they know, um, and who they trust to kind of refer to their network. So that, and that takes time, you know, you can't, you can't build trust, um, with someone shortly. So in a a short amount of time.
0: Typically doesn't happen over one coffee. So (laughs) no, not usually. (laughs) All right, man, let's, let's bring things, uh, forward to what you're focused on today. Can you give us a little sense of like the types of clients you've been working with over the past couple of years and what really has your focus right now? Over at your business,
1: yeah. So, um, on the Reverb Film side, and maybe you know, I can get into the, the rental side. Yeah, talk about but both, please. The Reverb Film side is you know we do uh, commercial production basically, and so um, that means a variety of different things. But the majority of what we do is work with typically medium sized businesses to provide ongoing video content for them and really high quality strategy-based, um, content at that. And so we work in a lot of different industries and that's something, um, on my end that is, that is strategic. Uh, one of the things when I was working for the company before I started Reverb is I was getting burnt out by doing the same type of work over and over again for kind of the same type of industry. And so when I started Reverb, um, I, I knew that I wanted to diversify the types of clients that we were working with, the types of industries that we were working in, uh, because I really like that. Variety. So, you know, we're working in healthcare, we're working in real estate, home building, um, you know, different commercial spaces. We're working with e commerce and um, DTC brands. Um, so, really, a wide variety of clients. And um, that makes it exciting for us because we can kind of use the same uh, like best practices, but try different things with different types of companies and industries and everything else. Um, on the Reverb Rental side, so that's kind of my uh, sort of side business, I guess, that I started about a year ago, um, which is basically a production gear rental house in in Bend, in Central Oregon. Um, there wasn't one before before we started Reverb Rentals, and for us, at least, it was kind of an issue because you know on bigger shoots. We would need to rent certain types of gear, and that means ordering it online, waiting for shipping, everything else. So yeah. uh, we had enough gear to build that foundation and start that. So, um, you know, on that side from the customer base, it's completely different. And, and that's been actually a learning curve for me working from uh, B2B. To B to C now, and so uh, you know it's a lot of individual photographers and videographers and and all of that, but also some um, some founders and other people that are doing startups that are trying to do their own content, but maybe um, yeah. don't have the budget yet to hire people, so they kind of need the equipment to try and do it themselves.
0: Yeah, and what a resource, especially here in Bend, where we do have a lot of the, the startups and and kind of more solopreneur type businesses. I could see the need only growing in that realm. So, yeah. what kind of what kind of clients on the production side have you guys worked with? What have been some of your most fun and, and impactful campaigns?
1: Yeah, so some of the 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 most fun ones for for me and for my team are kind of like the bigger agency shoots. So, yeah. um, Bend is kind of turning into a little bit of a destination spot, and um, what that means is, you know, big agencies from L.A., New York. Um, East Coast, Seattle, whatever are are coming to bend and um, you know, from a financial standpoint, it doesn't make sense for them to bring an entire crew from New York or LA and so. uh, They'll source crew here, and so we can kind of provide that for them so um, you know doing some projects for wired magazine for their YouTube channel there's actually a series that. I used to watch and they actually reached out and were like, can you guys do this for us? So that was really cool. Um, Those videos get millions of views on YouTube. Yeah, I know, that's awesome. (laughs) um, So those are a lot of fun. But then also, you know, doing sort of smaller projects for local brands is really rewarding. We just wrapped one up for Crux Fermentation. Um, that we're really, really excited about, you know, the crux story is really cool. And, um, it's, it's one of those breweries that has really stayed local and and kind of stayed smaller. And so it's cool to tell that story. Um, My favorite brewery in town. Yeah. And the space outside is great to hang out in the summertime. Um, so anyway, yeah, really, there's every project has its own kind of, you know, exciting parts to it, but some of my favorites are the bigger agency work, you know, we're experiencing it's something that we don't always have here in central Oregon or bend. And so when there's kind of that bigger, higher level element, um, that's a lot of fun to work with.
0: Awesome, man. I'm curious, like without getting too deep in the weeds, if you're open to sharing, could you describe your creative process? Like, what does it work or how does it look when a new client is coming on, signed a contract with you, and you just get started working on a new project?
1: Yeah, so um, we have a couple different um, sort of ways that we go about new projects. So actually a lot of what we do is ongoing work with different clients. So we partner up with a company and we basically develop a long-term content plan for them where you know, we're essentially an ongoing resource, an ongoing kind of in-house production team for them um, where, you know, a company otherwise wouldn't have the budget to bring a whole production company in house. So, you know, with that route, there's a lot of, um, discovery in the beginning on our side, we're, we're big on strategy. And so understanding the why of a brand and kind of the, the demographics and who we're, who we're talking to for different types of videos. So that's a big, um, so that's a big thing that we do in the beginning stages of, a partnership when we're doing one-off stuff, it's, it's a lot of the same. It's asking, you know, why, why are we doing this? Who is this for? Who are we speaking to really just getting super, super clear on the messaging and just making sure that everyone is on the same page before we really start to develop like concept and, you know, talk about production and everything else. Um, that's, I think one of the things that we've really worked on, um, getting really refined with, because it's such an important part of, you know, success with with video content and marketing and everything else um so you know that's kind of the starting process and then from there start to talk about the fun stuff so production and post-production and what stuff is going to look like basically
0: very cool in that same vein but kind of like reversing the roles a little bit what what do you think what factors do you think a business or or anyone should consider when choosing a video production company especially if it's kind of their first time working on like a bigger bigger budget type project
1: yeah yeah that's a great question I mean I think a big part is just um kind of looking inside of their own business and asking um what they hope to accomplish with video is it just like a cool thing to have that everyone else is doing or are there actual like real reasons that they feel um video could help them with um and and having that reciprocated so when you're talking to a production company kind of hearing those types of questions being asked and um you know i think the more questions the better so when when someone on the other side of the phone or zoom or whatever is asking a lot of questions that's a good thing when they're not asking very many questions you know maybe ask yourself questions like okay do they is is this going to be effective um So that's an important part and then you know with production video production, you can the benefit is that you can kind of see a portfolio, you can see what they've done in the past, and you can basically have that visual resume. um, To look at with references and everything else, where in some other industries you don't have that, Um, but the creative industry is really great in that you know in most sectors uh, there, you can see what you know, a, a, a business has done, um, you know, whether it's a design agency or a video production company has done in the past. And so you can kind of get an idea of what they'll be able to accomplish for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the digital landscape in general is evolving so fast all the time, mm-hmm. especially now with the emergence of AI, things are, are really starting to get pretty crazy. What do you see happening in your industry? Like the world of video marketing in general, with AI or with any advancements right now, like what, what should people be paying attention to if they have a personal brand or a business and they mm-hmm. want to stay on top of the game?
1: Yeah. I mean, the whole AI thing is, is pretty wild and just how quickly stuff has been happening. Um, when chat GPT came out, I was on that every single day doing yeah. something or, or other, you know, I mean, with it still just am. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting and the whole AI thing is is super interesting because um, there's definitely going to be disruptions with with jobs being kind of taken over by AI or jobs changing, at least with AI um, with with video we're not quite there yet in terms of what AI can do in the space of video. Um, but at the same time, even thinking about us and potential tools that we can use to help do our job better and more efficiently that's kind of a hot topic with us. Um, yeah. There's AI plugins for editing software and so being able to, for instance, like a podcast be able to cut up different clips of a podcast super quickly and just think about how. uh, We can streamline things efficiently but but keep stuff very um, accurate and not you know not lose on um, quality so that's kind of what what we're thinking about on the inside but from from the outside somebody that's not involved in video you know I think it's just going to become easier and easier to make video uh, for yourself, your own brand, your own personal brand and do it successfully you know high quality there's all of these different plugins audio video that make things look nicer sound nicer um so i think that's just going to continue to get easier and easier but we'll see we'll see what happens i mean i don't know in 20 years maybe Like oh, I, I wouldn't
0: even begin to speculate that far out i'm like yeah even in the next year <laughs> i feel like there's going to be some crazy tools that come out of the woodworks and i mean they're already yep. on, so Yep. Interesting. With short form video specifically on, on social media, obviously that's huge. That's still continuing to be a trend. How has that affected your approach to video production and, and what people are looking for from a yeah. business standpoint?
1: Yeah, so a big kind of core value of us, of, of Reverb, is um, kind of innovation and adaptation. So I think that's super important for a business, especially in any type of space that uh, evolves quickly. And one of the big things that we've kind of adapted to is short form content when I started reverb in 2019 short form content was not nearly as significant and important as it is today, and as it will continue to be so what that's kind of um, made us do is is reevaluate how we're. How we're packaging deliverables and content packages and everything else and also how we're going about partnerships and how we're providing video content to any client, whether it's kind of an ongoing. uh, partner or a one off project thinking about ways that we can maximize the video that they're getting and kind of the results that they're hopefully going to get from the video content. And you know short form content is a very, very important part of that so really just doing short form content, uh, whether it's. You know, re sort of optimizing uh, longer form content that we've done, or you know, doing tailored social content that is strictly vertical content that's going to yeah. go on you know IG Reels, TikTok, Facebook Shorts, uh, YouTube Shorts. So it's really forced us to um, you know have a big emphasis with all of our clients on short form content um, because that's that's what works, and we want to um, we want to see you know, our clients' videos succeed, so.
0: Yeah. What I love about what you guys are doing too is that you're not just a video production company. You're really helping people to integrate video into their business objectives, their overall marketing goals. So can you describe that a little bit? Like when you're working with your clients, how do you currently integrate video into their overall marketing strategy and what are specific objectives that you help those businesses achieve with their new video?
1: Yeah yeah so you know it depends on who we're working with Uh, we work with a lot of marketing departments marketing directors, which is great because they you know understand. The lingo and and what's needed and everything else, but at the end of the day, I look at everything that we do from a problem solving standpoint and the videos that we provide are solving problems in one way or for another in in one way or another for for a business and it's basically just a matter of asking them and maybe asking ourselves what problems uh are they encountering why are they talking to us and and what problems can we solve with video content um so you know whether that's getting more sales getting more leads in getting more conversions or maybe it's just they need more awareness they need more people to know about their organization um or maybe it's telling, you know, stories of, of customers that have really been helped by their product or service and kind of telling those in a powerful, impactful way that's going to resonate with a lot of other people and maybe convert them into making the decision to, to work with them. So, you know, fundamentally, what it comes down to is is problem solving. And um, that's one of the big questions that we ask is, is what problems are we solving?
0: Absolutely. i think like you said storytelling is such a crucial piece in in all of that and everything that you do do you guys have any like storytelling frameworks or or methodologies that you use to actually be able to craft compelling video that that converts and gets attention
1: yeah so it's it's different for every situation we definitely have um sort of guidelines that we stick within And, you know, our team is great. We have we have uh, a producer, Maria uh, Hunt, who basically does a lot of the pre-production and kind of pre-interviews to kind of figure out where the story is. If we're if we're doing a story based um, video or series. And so digging deep before we move into production so there's no surprises and we kind of know what direction to take it. But yeah, a lot of it comes in pre-production and kind of figuring out um, what the end goal is. And sort of what our starting point is, and then figuring out the path that we need to take with the interviews or story based content to get us successfully to that end point um, in a way that is going to tell a story and gonna resonate with people, um hopefully you know in an emotional way if if that's if that's the goal.
0: Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's far more consultative and collaborative than a lot of other kind of just show up and shoot type production companies that I've had experiences with in the past. So I mm-hmm. love what you guys are doing yeah. when it comes to production. I mean, there's such a range in cost. Like, I mean, there's super high end there's small teams that, that kind of do it more as a freelance type gig. What do you see successful businesses spending on video production? Like what, what budget allocation should business owners be thinking about when planning their overall marketing budgets in your opinion
1: obviously lots of room for (laughs) debate there but sure yeah i mean you know fundamentally um marketing budgets are very different from from business to business and it comes down to what a business's priorities are some businesses will really prioritize marketing spending and budget and set aside a lot more and be willing to invest a lot more into marketing other businesses are, you know, maybe a lot more conservative with their marketing, or maybe they have other uh, ways of getting business that are working for them. And so they don't feel like they need to heavily invest into marketing. Um, So it can really depend business to business. And it also depends on the type of content that we're talking about. So a lot of production companies will offer kind of like a one off project and a one off video. So, you know, whether it's a brand story video, or maybe a couple of testimonial videos. For us, We certainly do that. But like I said earlier, our big focus is to uh, see our clients succeed. And what we've found is to see success with video marketing, it takes uh, consistent effort and consistent content being put out long term, it's a long term investment, just like uh, SEO, for instance, where you're not going to see overnight results from SEO, it's kind of you're planting the seed and and you see that continue to grow and grow over time that's how video is and so obviously investing long term into video is um going to be a larger investment over time but the way that we're able to present it to our clients is it's it's much more cost effective from a month to month basis from a cash flow perspective they're able to you know forecast those costs much better and have that ongoing resource um, that again they wouldn't otherwise have Uh, or alternatively, um, you know, spending much less month to month than they would be spending on a large project. Video can range from several hundred dollars to several million dollars, uh, depending on what you're talking about. And if it's for a Mm -hmm. Super Bowl ad, or if it's just someone fresh out of high school that is, you know, shooting some content for um, a a local small business. Um, For us, you know, we're kind of, budget range we're kind of um in in the middle certainly not on the lower side um but but there are more expensive options above us and so for me it's really trying to figure out how can we provide the most value to our clients and to potential future clients um and and how can we kind of be that cost effective um alternative to maybe higher cost one-off production but then still have success for us because we do have that consistent cash flow and and yeah. and retainers and all of that
0: yeah i appreciate that you mentioned just the consistency aspect of needing ongoing video keeping it fresh because i i see so many brands that they invest in video one year they have one video made or maybe it gets cut up into longer form version short form version real stories all that stuff but then that's it that's all they have and they don't plan to continue that process So they've got one video that they use for years and years and years. And now everybody's seen that video and maybe it had a little bit of impact early on, but it doesn't continue to still have that good shelf life, that long term value that I think a lot of people think it will. So having a, a team that's there thinking, being creative in your corner to work on a consistent flow of high quality, engaging video. I mean, that to me for any business is a must in this day and age, in the landscape. If you're not doing that, your best competitors are probably going to be doing that. And they're the ones yep. that are getting those eyeballs on their stuff. Absolutely. Spot on. So dude, from our initial conversation, which I loved, by the way, it was just clear to me that you are the type of person who is focused, you invest in your personal and professional growth. And I'm curious if you have any habits, tools, people that you look to or, or just resources in general that have helped you level up your mindset and, and your skill sets in business and in your personal life as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think first off, it's super, super important as a business owner um, to take care of yourself, your, your mental, oh. physical health, everything, sure. because <laughs> no one else um, is going to. <laughs> It's a tough yeah no one else is going to and it's a tough it's a tough thing to do, um, you know there's there's a lot of great times with with owning a business and, and running businesses and kind of being your own boss, but at the same time there's a lot of hard times too. Um, and so, taking care of yourself, you know I actually just started um, reading again this year, so that was one of my goals for the beginning of this year was to get back into reading books which i've basically been against my whole adult life, you know other than reading news articles haven't really read so you and me both (laughs) yeah so that's been a big thing actually um i my goal is one book a month which for some people may seem pretty uh a a pretty small goal but for me at least without you know i haven't read a full book since college basically Um, so a lot of those books have been around business. I also kind of am getting into other stuff as well, but business, psychology, um, you know, marketing, just really trying to learn. I think that's an important thing that that I try to continue to do um, because it's important as you continue to grow and innovate and, you know, evolve, um that you're learning and you're learning new things and you're not staying complacent and you're not you're not kind of staying at the same place so that's super important um and then also i think just having like hobbies and things that you enjoy outside of work when COVID happened i discovered a passion for cooking so that's kind of one of my escapes so to speak so um you know making bread or fresh pasta or whatever um it kind of takes it kind of pulls me away from everything else and i'm able to kind of almost meditate a little bit and and not think about business for a little bit so um yeah i think everybody got into the
0: the sourdough starters during COVID. yeah i've been there (laughs) yep oh that's awesome man no i like i said you and me both i i never was a, a reader growing up or in college like whenever a book would get assigned i would Find the cliff notes or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and would get my good grade, even though I never read the book. But that for sure has been a huge point of growth for me since starting my own business and really just like getting out of college. I I started traveling and reading just kind of came natural now more naturally when I had free time to to just chill and actually mm-hmm. sit down with a book. And I relearned my love for reading while we were traveling and For sure, carving out time every day to learn, even if it's just five minutes, is so critical for me because it compounds. It has an exponential effect. It's not just five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. If you do it consistently enough, you're just rewiring your brain and you're more adaptive to other things. I find myself just being more creative, thinking more deeply, having more concentration in everything that I do when I set time aside to read and learn something or or watch a YouTube video on a certain subject that I'm interested or get on chat GPT and try to like find some new cool way to prompt it, to do something and save me time. I think that's, that's super important. So.
1: Absolutely. And like you mentioned, YouTube too, is such a powerful resource um where you really (laughs) can learn anything i mean when i was talking about first year with reverb and learning the business side i spent a lot of time on youtube just watching videos um you know learning from i think gary v was one of the early ones with that that i started watching and and some others as well but um yeah youtube is a great free resource
0: (laughs) yeah from from business skills to learning how to build a retaining wall which i did last summer all from youtube yeah there you go nothing you can't learn so yeah do you have any like favorite tools or software that you just can't live without anymore you consider essential in your business doesn't have to be video production related but just Mm -hmm. things that that help you run your business more effectively
1: yeah i'm i'm really big on software and systems and stuff that makes our our jobs easier and especially as a team um and also thinking about with the sort of ongoing partnerships that we have it's really really important to have organized systems because otherwise stuff is going to get out of hand out of control quickly um and we're turning around projects you know within within a month at a time for each client uh we have to stay on it and so software is uh an important part of that so you know we use um monday.com for our um sort of project management i love monday and then um you know slack can't live without slack to communicate with with our team and also with our clients the slack connect feature is great where you can kind of go outside of your own organization and have sort of like you know like a more professional group chat is is how i describe it Um, and then yeah i mean like my notes app on my iphone is probably my most used app um it's like having a notebook in your pocket a notebook and a pen but it's obviously a lot smaller (laughs) so i'm always taking notes whether it's thinking of a new creative idea or a business idea or you know making to-do lists or whatever Um, that's something that i'm absolutely using on a daily basis so yeah i'm big on software that um that is that that works you know there's some software that's maybe a little bit um that that i've that i've used in the past that that doesn't really end up solving the problems that i need it to but um once you kind of find those things that that do that you know hold on to it
0: (laughs) oh for sure all right so a bit of a segue here this is a podcast about entrepreneurship but one, one of the biggest hurdles that most successful business owners just people in general face at one time or another is living a well-rounded life and doing the things that bring us joy with the people that we care about most. What does that look like for you, man? What is, what is having that work-life balance, well-blended life, hobbies, all that good stuff look like for you?
1: Totally. Yeah. So, um, like I said before, hobbies are super, super important, um, and taking care of your mental health outside of work and having things that, um, you can look to outside of your uh, business I think is super important so I'm a big fan of anything warm re- weather related so it's almost summer here stuff is starting to warm up so I'm really getting excited um, yeah, yeah. about that just spending time um, outside with friends whether it's like on the river floating the river paddleboarding, hanging out at a park um, you know having having beers at a brewery um, anything like that. And then, you know, my girlfriend and I have, have two dogs. So taking them swimming and, and doing all that fun stuff, going up to the lake. Um, I have a couple jet skis, so it's pretty fun taking those things out in the summer too. Um, I'm hoping given that we're in Bend, I I used to ski, I haven't for a while. So I'm kind of wanting to get back into that, to take advantage of the other (laughs) like six months of, of the year that, you know, summer isn't Summer isn't a thing, so um, yeah, just being outside, camping, you know, just just getting out. We're in such an awesome place in Bend where you can really do anything. You can go to the river, go skiing within the span of of a day, and um, it's it's a pretty cool place to be. So just really trying to take advantage of of all that you know Bend yeah. offers.
0: Hashtag Bend life. Actually, yep. guys, it sucks. Don't move here if you don't live here. Yeah, no. <laughs> no yeah. it truly is is amazing um i mean everything that you just described are all the things that i love to do and and we already talked about about well we'll definitely be able to hang out well man so we'll will we get together for some beers on the river soon totally looking forward yep. to that yeah awesome man well i have a, a choose your own adventure question here for you as we okay. as we move to wrap up so you can pick which one you'd like to answer or both if you so desi- desire but One is just what's your favorite place you visited in the past five years or any time in life? Um, Or what is a recent adventure you went on? And in either case, what was it like? What made it so memorable? Maybe a favorite meal or drink you had there, a lesson you learned along the way. Does anything come to mind?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think travel is travel is big um, for me. And um, that's one of the things that I'm actually really trying to take advantage of more Because I'm in this position where I am my own boss, and I don't have a lockdown schedule and so you know I I can I can go and travel to Europe or something like that. Um, But I think more locally, um, you know, my girlfriend and I took a a long trip um, last year to the Oregon coast and Mm -hmm. um, I uh, went to school in Eugene. So we would go over to Florence a lot, but I never really explored the rest of the Oregon coast. And so um, this trip, we kind of started at the the bottom, the south end of of the Oregon coast and kind of just went all the way up, stayed at different Airbnbs and hotels, tried different local restaurants. And it really just made me realize how cool the Oregon coast is and how there's all of these little small communities um, in these little, little coastal towns almost. Um, So that was a lot of fun and and just kind of seeing like even the diversity between the landscapes and um, everything from from city to city, you know, traveling an hour north, the landscape can kind of completely change from from kind of coastal city to coastal city. Um, I grew up in Southern California earlier on. And so, you know, being on the water is is really um a big thing for me and obviously bend has a lot of lakes and rivers but they don't have a beach so it was cool doing that and it's a very different vibe than southern california obviously the oregon coast it's not somewhere that you're really (laughs) going to go skiing or uh uh, swimming necessarily but um, but but it's a really it's a really like, it's it's just a really scenic spot to, to be and driving along the coast is really nice and going on all the cliffs and everything else. So, um, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. That's probably, that's probably the one that, that, that I would say.
0: I love that. I mean, the coast is truly, truly epic. Um, my wife and I love taking road trips, just like you described. Not really having any destination in mind, but just working our yeah. way up the coast and camping along the way, or finding a cute little B and
1: B to stay at. There's just so many gems. And-, and I think that's that's something that I that I really value too is not really having a plan. So much of what I do is, is plan-based and having a plan where it's kind of freeing to sort of be like, all right, this is what we're doing, but we don't know what we're doing. We don't necessarily know where we're going and kind of just adapting along the way. I think that that can be really, um, freeing when, whether you're traveling, you know, a few hours or around the world. Um, I, I think that that's, that's, um, something that is, is really, uh, is just really freeing for for me, at least that is very focused on planning and thinking ahead and all yeah. that stuff.
0: Totally, man. I actually I love that you brought that up. Because for me and Allie, that was something that we discovered when we started traveling together right away. She is the ultimate planner. She's super good at it. But not having a plan at first for her was really scary. But what she found is the more we set out to intentionally just explore with no destination in mind, no itinerary, no agenda. She was able to relax and really just like stop stressing about all of the other things going on in life. And the fact that Mm -hmm. we didn't have a plan and it's just become something that we do, whether we're traveling internationally or exploring our own backyard, just trying to set out and, and see where our feet will take us, especially if we're exploring like a new city or a town. It's just so fun to, walk around and, and pop in, get recommendations on, on where to eat, stay off your phone. Totally. Don't, don't look at the Google reviews, just go.
1: <laughs> and I think it helps you be present, too, in, totally. in the moment, um, not thinking about what the next step is or thinking, you know, just just being kind of in the moment and, and enjoying that is, yeah, is, is, is something that's really nice.
0: Couldn't agree more, man. All right. I think that's a good spot for us. As we wrap things up, uh, do you have any asks challenge that you'd like to ask of my audience, any parting advice for people listening? Anything yeah. So
1: <clears throat> I think something that I didn't really talk about, but doing um, development on personal brand, I think is something that's really important. You know, we, yeah. I started a YouTube channel a TikTok, um, and kind of doing it as somewhat of um, market research for our clients, being able to tell them, what works what doesn't work and sort of do things based on real experience but at the same time in doing that it's really made me realize the the value of creating your own content and in documenting your own life i think a lot of people um don't start because they think that no one is going to care about what they have to say or what they're doing in life um but you know everybody has a story and i think a a big thing is just being able to tell your own story and people are going to want to listen, and, and people yeah. do care um, because you know maybe something that you're going through, or you know some something that you can teach. It's it's something that resonates with them, or it's a learning moment for them. So I would encourage um, you know your audience to just start doing your own content. All you need is what's in your pocket, your cell phone. Um, start making content. Start documenting something. Whether you put it out to the internet or not, that's up to you. But at least Do it for yourself. Something that you can look back on in the future and kind of see where you were and where you are now. Yeah,
0: I couldn't agree more with that, man. For me, that was definitely what I used to feel. It's like, oh, nobody cares what I'm doing, and I also just didn't love social media and being on it all the time. Even though that was my my business, I tried to like really limit anything on my personal stuff. But it wasn't until I started creating content and putting myself out there and being vulnerable and, and talking about life and the good, the bad, the ugly. That I really started to see the impact that I was having have a much, much greater reach. And I mean, for me, that that's just become something that I love. It it fuels me when somebody responds positively. And, you know, even if I can just help one person with one tip or one inspiring thing that I share, that's that's all I need. That's 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 enough.
1: It's enough. That's all that matters. So, yeah. Create content, create your own content. content.
0: It's important. It's only going to be yeah, more important in the years ahead. So yes, it honey, man, I appreciate your time so much. Where can people find and support you online website, socials, things like that?
1: Yeah. So, um, reverb films on everything. So Instagram, um, website, uh, YouTube, all that stuff. Um, Reverb Films is kind of, that's where we're documenting most of the stuff. And then I have my my personal brand stuff, which is just Johnny Hammond. So TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff. But um, yeah, and then Reverb Rentals too for for gear rentals. So uh, I'm big on, on on picking the names and having the names be available for all of the social. So there's yeah. no complications or difficulties. So it's pretty simple.
0: Awesome, man. Well, we'll put that in the show notes for everyone listening.
1: And Great.
0: Looking forward to grabbing a beer with you here soon, man. We'll have to get out and have some
1: fun in the sun. Likewise. It was great. Great uh, talking to you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks for joining me, man. Cool. Take care.
0: To all of our adventurous listeners, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share this on social media or with someone you know will get some value from it. Leaving a review goes a long way in helping people find the show. And I personally appreciate reading them when they come in. So please go drop one if you have the time. We'll see you all next week. And remember, whether we're talking about business or the things that bring us joy outside of work, life is meant for exploring. So go out there and live it one adventure at a time.